Shout out to Fino Black, this music lover. Juan Burgundy, Silent Age Media, man. Mindset of a young nigga with idle time They say a devil's workshop is an idle mind It's hip-hop infiltrated by a wicked built industry I'm here representing for the underground Independence, Fifth Amendment Freedom of speech, the revolution is pending But it's cool cause you see we on a mission Television off, this a viral petition Man, and I hope you pay attention The WM48, we keep it real for you. Can't you look the other way? Just this once. You played me for a sucker, Penny. I'm not going out like that. Not for you. Not anymore. Be at HQ first thing in the morning. Don't make me come get you. And one last thing, baby. That chicken was dry. Real dry. Hate you for playing this. <laughs> yeah, 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 in this shit. If we ain't watching Fox News, change the channel in this bitch. Damn, trying to go back to back. I don't know math to math. Tried to impeach my ass, so I had to bomb around. You asking big boxes. Democrats try telling me stop. Got bored, so I'm about to tweet something. Hey, wish you had a bomb back, huh? Bitch, I'm a monster building walls at the border. Someone please find my line. Yeah, bitch, I love drama. Always getting into trouble. Fuck the world, that's your order, huh? Democrats think they tough. I swear to God, I don't give two fuck. My nuts hanging, we gang banging. Me and Mike Pence finna fuck shit up. Trump ain't dead, Trump ain't dead, Trump ain't dead, Trump ain't dead ho. Mm. <laughs> wow. Uh, what's up, everybody? You are now listening to the Where's My 40 Acres podcast. It's your host, Phenom, and I'm joined tonight by everybody in the crew. Mike's here, DJ's here, Twan is here. And Trump trap in the building. I'm sorry. I am. I might be going Republican if they keep releasing songs like this. I am inspired to be a whole yeah, ratchet ass nigga. <laughs> His name is uh, Christopher Renoy. And of course, guess what platform he's on? Take a guess. TikTok. TikTok, nigga. Of course he is. He's on TikTok. Jesus. Incredible. You know what? Take away his phone. It, um um no give this man a studio because he killed that shit what he killed that shit yo that shit is the bo- that shit is the bop that is a terrible- was he wearing a wig sure. in the video oh no he has on he has on a whole trump suit he's not wearing a wig it's just him and his boys doing the most hood nigga saluting i've ever seen to the beat jesus lord this nigga got bars, yo. <laughs> Everything he spit was true Trump. I'm tired of hearing about Trump. Like, he just... And that nigga beat the case today. Of course. I... Okay. I mean, of course like he we did. Do that. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. But, but people were actually mad. I know. Like, people were actually vocally, which by vocally I mean typing at the QWERTY, mad in different groups. Quarterly mad. Yeah, like, dude, nobody, everybody knew that he was not going to get impeached. 
in a okay. dominated Senate. Like, come on, man. We knew that. They, they, already said that. they said that with, before they even sent. That's why she didn't send it to him for like a couple weeks. Because they were like, we ain't about to do this. Mitch McConnell was like, nope, this ain't about to happen. We knew that, though. Like, we knew this. <laughs> You know, I don't absolutely people getting like really upset about this. And well, what was the point? Hold on, bro. If you thought the purpose of this was to get him impeached. Then you were confused from the beginning. Now, shining a light on him as a fucking presidential terrorist. Did that work? Uh, (laughs) I mean. Not when you're like when your voter group is dumb. I'm not sure you can convince them that he is terrible. Like, if anything, I hope this was done to just convince the people who didn't vote last time how much they really need to vote this time. Dude, I I know people who didn't vote last time who are literally wearing campaign uh, clothes now. Oh, they, oh, they, they, they are scared. They, like people are coming up, people just be like, "Nope, can't do this again." <laughs> Damn. And then you know, there's a whole ass generation below us mm-hmm. that is like, "Fuck all y'all old folks." I mean, I'm not <laughs> mad at them. We was like I that mean, at one yeah, time. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Fuck all y'all old folks." As far as, far as I'm concerned, some of y'all niggas in your 30s can get it too. Like, as, as far but, as I'm concerned, the Zennials are the ones who gave y'all Obama. And then the baby boomers came back and fucked it all up. Like, we tried, dog. We did. But also, we did. some of us didn't try hard enough. Like, our group fucked up as well, thinking it was unnecessary to vote. And they didn't. They was on Twitter bragging about how much they weren't going to vote. Then this nigga won the presidency. Assholes. For the last four years, they've been on Twitter talking about, wow, we need to vote this time, y'all. Like, man, I'm glad you got your thumb out your ass, but don't be coming over here to talk to us about that. We did our shit. We got our stickers from fucking 2016. Or the people who were like, I mean, it's like, you know, what's the best of two evils? I'm like, nah, nigga. This is not it. (laughs) This is a straight up racist ass motherfucker on one side i think <laughs> this is kind of mad and, 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 and then a politician on the other side like you know what i mean like we we really? always pick between i just felt like when niggas were like oh man but they ain't one out there for me i like nigga as a black person in america they there's really never really been a person for you never lied you, who's gonna kill me slower like this like, but this, this is the first time i think this is the first time that the saying you the saying the devil you know actually has the reverse effect. Like usually you say you know the devil you know is better than the one you don't. We knew Trump was the devil, and we were trying not to get. That's why we was working so hard to not get him in there. We were like, hey, bro, listen, look, I know y'all think Hillary is the devil you don't really know yet, but Trump is the devil we actually do know. Do not let him through this gate. Do not let him in this seat. Do not have, don't give him an oval nothing, okay? And people was like, man, y'all overreacting. Now look at us four years later, reading tweets, looking at 364 days of golf in a year, you know, having to do that damn uh, State of the Union address. People actually watched that shit last night. Like, good good for y'all. Uh, um, Nigga, did you, did, you, did, you, did, you, did you see those uh, commercials? No. The Super Bowl? 
No, no, I didn't. I didn't watch them nothing. Damn, Super Bowl related commercials. Yes, nigga. Dick's oh, so oh I saw that. Oh, I, I was laughing. I was at the house with my parents, and I was like, "Wow!" So what? So what <laughs> happened in the commercial? I haven't seen them. I just heard about them. I saw everybody talking, but I didn't actually go watch one. Oh, uh, so one was, and I don't know if there's more. I remember the one I saw was it was a woman who was talking about um, a family friend or, or husband or son or something that was in jail, right? <laughs> And then she was like, he's coming home, he's coming home, and everything like that. And they're like, nobody wanted to help my son. You know what? But nope. I don't, I don't even, nope. Stop. I don't like, even want to hear the rest she of said it. His whole, she said his whole ass name. <laughs> nope. Like, I didn't remember what it, like, I didn't know what the J stood for until she said it. What's his name? Jaquarius Adonis? What was his name? <laughs> Donald John Trump. Help my so family. Donald John, oh help my son. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you, Donald Trump. Thank I was like, nigga. Like, it was... <laughs> Oh, it was so. I hate everybody. It was the full definition of pandering. I hate everybody who got us here. Every single person. Oh my God. May your firstborns be born backwards. I hate all of y'all. Wow. What the fuck, man? Uh, It was, it was, it was. I mean, it was so blatant. It was it was funny, and I was just watching like, yo, I'm not even mad. Like, this is just hilarious. <laughs> it was. It was. Then I didn't turn around two days later. Like, I look. The one thing I can say that that I admire about Donald Trump is who that the guy know. Woo! But I would. I, I've never been in my life where I could give no fucks like him. Like that's the definition of giving no fucks. Cause that nigga will say one thing and then come out the next day and say something else that is the total opposite. And the people are like, mm-hmm. "Hey man, you know you said that the other day." And he'd be like, "I did." Back to what? Keep moving. Oh, you said I did. Like he actually be concerned. Wait, is there conflict oh, here? Uh, like he had people during the, during the impeachment trial. That was it was hilarious. I like. I said this is just funny because they were like, I mean. If you know, I don't like that he broke the law, but he is the president, y'all. So I'm going for. I was like, <laughs> I was like wow. They, like they, they, they didn't even try to explain it away. They, they stopped jumping over hurdles. <laughs> they were just like, Mm-mm. I want to go to a court case where the judge is like, I already know what you. I already know the sentence. You already oh, not no. guilty. Oh no! To, don't worry about the evidence. Oh no! Oh no! What is this? What is this? to hug my family. Yeah. I'm going to start over. This is the greatest day of my life. This my Lord is first <laughs> with gratitude. I want to thank President Donald John Trump. I'm Donald Trump and I approve this message. He didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Donald Trump. <laughs> Oh. He sounds like a villain. <laughs> Just... All right, now throw the babies in the in the trash can on your way out. <laughs> like what? <laughs> what the fuck, yo? Did he notice with for a commercial? I feel like this is when we run up to rappers at uh, like media events and we ask them to do a drop, and they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know what they would do the drop for. 
<laughs> this is Donald Trump, and I approve this message. Oh, <laughs> what man. the fuck, yo? And that nigga came out two days later and gave uh, a racist the the medal of freedom. Dude, <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, he, he gave, gave Rush, Rush Limbaugh, Limbaugh the medal of freedom. He gave Are Rush Limbaugh did? the medal yes, of freedom. <laughs> A racist gave a racist the medal. Yeah. A freedom. I mean, yeah, when you say it that way, DJ, it does make more hey, sense. Be, being a white racist male will always win in America. Like it just will. Because you're di- you're diabolical. You're way more diabolical than anybody else, and you don't care about the people you're diabolical towards. That's what I don't get about everybody who is trying to explain to people that want to vote for Trump why they're wrong, dude. They know they're wrong. It's like explaining to a villain why this nigga, why you want to destroy the whole earth, though. Um, because it's Tuesday, bitch. <laughs> what, like, bruh, they're evil. They are evil fucking people. You cannot explain to them by being racist, it's bad. That's why they're racist. You can't explain to them by being xenophobic, it's bad. That's why they hate everybody not from this country, even though their ancestors ain't from this country. Dog, it, it doesn't make any sense. So stop having these debates and arguments with people online. Just block yeah, them from your life, bro. You're not about to change these evil motherfuckers. Look, I remember when it was like, they were like, Rush Limbaugh got cancer. <laughs> and everybody was like, Oh. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. just like a John Wick movie. Sure. <laughs> just like, yeah. They were like, like oh, okay, did I, did I put that chicken in the refrigerator? <laughs> I, I thought I asked Y'all for spicy remember? nuggets. These don't taste spicy. <laughs> <laughs> that news was spicy, but these nuggets ain't spicy. Mm-mm. I just like and you and the thing is like with cancer, I'm sure everybody on this podcast knows somebody who has gotten cancer or has passed from cancer, who has lost a good fight to cancer. So even when I hear that Rush Limbaugh's got cancer, I don't want to be like I mean I, oh, I don't know, care. So I, I I'm trying not to I just I I say nothing. So yeah, when I saw that, I was just like, mm. I gotta finish this paper before I leave that. <laughs> I like, look, it, it made me think of him as much as I've been thinking about him, which is not nothing, so. right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was like, oh, okay. Quality sure. of life Did I type my thing. Bro, it's supposed to rain today, ma'am. <laughs> it's rain, <laughs> and then they get you could have gave him an award for anything. The Medal of Freedom. It's like they sat in a room and made a list of the most offensive awards to give Rush Limbaugh. Like, what award can we give him that will absolutely stir the shit pot? NAACP Image Award. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? The niggas accreditation? Something, something? No, no, Donald. We don't say nigga, Donald. I, I, hmm, hmm. It's hot times. February is, I don't know, February was supposed to be a good month, but it seems like it might be kind of long. I mean, we, Bullshit, we just so. want a whole day five. A whole day five. That's it. <laughs> the whole month is trash <laughs> off rip. Oh my God. Right, like not February 15th or the 25th, like just five. <laughs> oh my. So I want to, since the beginning of the show and everybody's now listening because they heard the word Trump and their ears perked and they almost crashed a whip. Um, or walked into a sewer that was open for whatever reason. Trump Day. 
I hope his Hollywood sign is near a sewer top to represent the shit stain on America that he Has, will forever I be. Because he, he already has a... Um, yeah, somebody defaced like, it. Yeah, like... I, That's where the nothing but respect for my president meme came from. Give that man yeah. a purple heart. <laughs> Whoever did it, give him a purple heart. Somebody, somebody just took a hammer to that sucker. Bro. <laughs> yeah, he was not fucking around in the slight. <laughs> he took his Medicaid. He skipped graffiti. They took, right. they, they took that man's health care. want this to be permanent. The Obamacare. Y'all can keep the ACA. We just taking the Obamacare. All right. Dummies. They don't realize we're taking everything. Um, so we got a, a nice, I guess what is it like? I don't know, like opportunity or some new shit. Let's put it like that. We got some new shit there you go. that we get to yeah. do. I like new shit. I appreciate when we get to do new shit, especially when we get to do new shit together. It's always fun with your friends. Um, some so it is so this company reached out to me because they heard one of our podcast episodes where we talked about the Oscars, and the the company is called Hot Mike. Got it right this time, and they wanted us to do a live stream commentary of the Oscars this coming Sunday. So you're listening to this podcast now. It's hopefully I put this out before Sunday. It's this Sunday. Whatever Sunday is the next Sunday, that's the Sunday. All right. I think it's the ninth though. And I was like, okay, let me get the deets on this. So I talked to the people who created the company and everything was pretty cool. It sounded pretty kosher. Essentially, it's Twitch. But it was it started off as like Twitch for sports commentary. But then they decided they wanted to start doing television commentary, which to me, I'm surprised that wasn't the first thing they did. Like, I get that sports con- live sports commentary is huge, but kind of ESPN kind of got that on lock. So it's kind of like you can get people to do it. And of course, you can build a fan base from it. And they have. They've done a really good job of building a platform to host that. And they've got some very animated uh, characters on there. So definitely check them out. But to lean in the TV to me is just perfect. That that with with the amount of reality TV that's going on right now, I could talk every week to y'all about my big fat fabulous life. I could go in on that show every weekend because Whitney gets on my nerves. She gets on my ever loving nerves. She's super contradictory, and that show makes absolutely no sense if you come in with the logic. But I can't help but watch that shit every week. Blame Ashley. She got me addicted to it. So when they reached out to us and they were like, do you want a live commentary to Oscars? I was like, sure. But during the um, little interview or whatever we did, I was also kind of like, do y'all plan on extending this out? Because like me and Deidre are watching the shit out of Westworld right now. Season three is coming. We're going to both be caught up. Um, Little Women Atlanta is coming back at some point. That show... <laughs> Insecure is coming in March as well. You know, it's a lot of commentary we could do for these television shows, and I know people would love to hear us talk about it live. Make a long story short, like I said, we're doing live streaming for the Oscars on Sunday night. So even if you had planned not to watch the Oscars, and I'm going to be quite honest, I, a lot of us, I don't think, had planned to watch the Oscars like talking about. So did it. But now that we get to talk shit about the Oscars with each other well yeah if you put a rock in front of me and say you twine 
Mike and Deidre get to talk shit about this rock for an hour. I'm, you know what? Fuck it. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Rock. Roast this motherfucking <laughs> rock. Shit rock talk. Let's do this. That rock is a nigga nigga. Not a nigga nigga. <laughs> That's why that stone took your bitch, rock. Like, that, we could do this all night. <laughs> So you can join us. I don't have the time yet. I'm going to, of course, it's going to be when Oscar start. It's going to be the starting time. But we'll probably start a couple minutes early just to, you know, get our prep talk ready and whatnot. And then we're just going to go from there. And I think this year, the Oscars is going to be so many disappointing upsets that I'm going to have nothing but great commentary to roast these people that win. These damn 10 cups of, I don't know, meaningless glory that are going to get handed out this year. I can't wait for Joaquin Phoenix to win. I wonder if he's going to give another. We should get. We should have more diversity at the award ceremony speech. Wow. I mean, it worked at the Golden Globes, didn't it? He just won one for uh for the choice. Was that the Globes or the Choice? That was a Critics' Choice. I don't he just remember. Won. It was one of the two. I think he just so won he the did, Critics' he Choice did it Award. There, and then he did it. He just recently did it at uh, at BAFTA. That was it. It was ah, BAFTA. Oh, it was BAFTA. You're right, Twan. He talked about how BAFTA needs to has more. He needs to have more diversity because, like, 1917 won a whole lot of shit. Joker won some things. There was another one that was super white that won a lot of stuff. And the Oscars is pretty much that. It's a lot of white shit this year, up to win a lot of awards for white people. And I just I know everybody else is commending Joaquin for the statement that he made. You know, in just about oh, yeah. fuck Joaquin. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Adding diversity <laughs> to these wars and opening the doors and allowing people to come in. I get it. I, you know, it's great. The content, the, the content of it is great. The context of it for me is a bit off, though. He's winning an award for a film that no black person or any person of color could have ever won anything for if they had done. And the film itself appeals in its totality to white, oh, angry right. males. So it's like, uh, I feel like, for me, it's kind of like watching a guy buy a plantation and then hire niggas to work it for minimum wage and be like, we need to do better for black people. And I'm like, ah, okay. But that's just my take. I know a lot of people were proud and happy that he said what he said, and it makes them love Joaquin Phoenix even more. I think he's a phenomenal actor. Y'all heard my feelings on Joker, so we don't need to go back there. It's a dark place, like most of the DC films. <laughs> but it's cool because we get to do this type of commentary Sunday night. So please come join us. Hell yeah. This is going to be bad. Nah, it's going to be great. Don't worry about it. I know. I just, I'm, I'm, I hope, I hope Laura Dern wins, even though. What, what was she in? Marriage Story. Oh, the, the, the evil ass divorce lawyer in Marriage Story. If you haven't seen that on Netflix yet. I have not. So, how many of them are on Netflix? Parasite, Irishman, uh, that one. Par- Parasite is not on Netflix. Um, that was on Netflix. Unless they just added it, I, am, I do not believe Parasite is on Netflix. No, Parasite is not on Netflix. Yeah, Irishman and Marriage something. Story were Netflix films. So it's Two Popes. Two Popes is Netflix. Marriage Story is Netflix. What is Two Popes even about? Uh, two Popes. Two Popes. One Pope is a Republican. All right. and Ask the, an answer. Shit. Yeah, one Pope is a Republican. The <laughs> other one's a Democrat. Literal. That's basically what it is. Wait, what? Oh, I was like, I don't think that's I'm not even. I'm it's, not it's even joking. Like, it's kind of like how the Pope uh, was it Pope Francis? Sure. And then you sure. had a new Pope that came in that was all like uh, a little bit more uh, cool forward Pope. thinking, liberal. Yeah. Well, not that much, but more forward than the actual Pope. I know. That's what I'm saying. They called him Cool Pope. 
So essentially, it's, I guess it's, it's based on a true story, but they elected a Republican pope and he basically upset a whole lot of people. And then he went and got the other pope that people liked that didn't win and was like, why do these niggas like you so much? And they have a conversation throughout the movie and they discuss like philosophies and uh, like, you know, theology and things like that relating to religion. And then it ends like, in a particular way. And it's, I guess, based on all facts. So doesn't HBO has a pope show. They did do a Pope thing, and they did it with um, Jude, like Jude Law. Jude and, Law. Um, yep. What's that other uh, white man? Uh, John Malkovich. Is it? Ba- <laughs> I remember Just from that lineup, I'm expecting that John Malkovich played the old evil Republican Pope, and Jude Law played the new guy that's well, cool. Like, is I just literally saw like a commercial. I think it's coming back where like Jude Law was the Pope, and then he got he got sick or something so then the uh, other guy John Magovich becomes Pope cause you see him like shining and shit and then you find and out he was, and, then, and then, then all they show the little thing was him was Drew Law character waking up so I don't know what happened in like the first season or something but. you find out one of them is actually controlled by the devil because this is based off of a Stephen King novel and it's gonna be evil um I love Stephen King stuff it's so good See, you said Stephen King, and then you said you had the Pope in there. You got you got these thinking the exorcisms. Like, yeah, yeah, watch. yeah, I'm watching that. No. Stephen King has never done an exorcism. <laughs> DJ ain't bringing. DJ ain't bringing no demons. To my knowledge, Stephen Joey. King has never done an exorcism type of adaptation. Like himself? Oh no, nigga! I'm sure he's tried to do something. He's himself. never performed an exorcism. Like, okay, yeah. Hope not. Makes sense. You, yeah. were, you were real sure though. Like, I mean, uh, it is Stephen King. He's he's another one that can't figure out what the right thing is to say day to day on Twitter at this point. Boy, he be just putting his foot in it. Yeah. So Steve, what did he say now? Stephen King would be like, support black people. And then the next day he'd be like, but I don't understand why these niggas so mad. <laughs> he'd be like, Stephen. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> Stephen, what are you doing? What are you doing, y'all, Stephen? Y'all know Stephen King needs. 3,000 pages to get his point across. That is very true. Short format and style. It's not. But, man. Funny. Honestly, you you gotta thank uh, DJ, you should thank him because he's the only reason I'm watching Westworld right now. I was not coming back to HBO. Is he he on it? No, I was not coming back to HBO until I, I was like, let me check out this new show that they claim is based on a Stephen King novel. And see oh, if that's the, the outsider. The outsider, and I was like, "Let me watch the first episode." And I end up binging all four episodes that night. And I was like, "I need something else to watch." Oh, I didn't. Fin- I didn't even start Westworld season two. Let me go ahead and do that. I guess. Let's see if I don't fall asleep. And I ended up binging like six episodes of that. So, the outsider was the Wait, only reason you, I came back. Did you not like the first season? No, I liked the first season. You got to understand, the first season of Westworld came out like what twenty sixteen. Yeah. yeah, it was so long ago. And then the second season came out in 2017 or whatever. And then they took a break. Like, they took a break. Like a, like a Game of Thrones break. They took a break to allow Game of Thrones to finish, basically. Which was, I guess, smart. It was. And then it, so I guess Westworld season two was 2018. They took their break through 2019. And they're coming back in March. And like I was telling you, I was at San Diego Comic-Con when they brought everybody through to do a Hall H panel with Westworld first season two. And mm-hmm. they had everyone. 
like they had they had Arnold, they had Dolores, they had um the man in black, they had the dude who plays Logan, they had um Charlotte, they had everybody. And the host like Logan guy, you know what he well, I just remember him playing in um The Punisher. He was like the friend that mm, um, yes, he was turning on him. Yeah. That's how I just that's I don't know what else he's been in. That's just I remember him from. Yeah, but they had oh they Teddy Newton was there. They had everybody. Like they, they they had everybody. And the host was it was I can't remember who it was. It was this uh Wyatt Cenac looking guy, but I don't think it was Wyatt Cenac. It was a guy that looks like him that does comedy too, and it's really dry. So and, it was Wyatt Cenac. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> what you described is exactly Wyatt Cenac. He's a I dude know. that looks like Wyatt Cenac, who's an extremely dry stand up comic. And he tried to <laughs> he tried to do that shit with Westworld and literal tumbleweeds was rolling through Hall Age. It was bad. It was the most boring hour of Westworld questions. And they tried to blame it on the Westworld cast. They were like, uh, HBO told them not to answer any questions about the coming season. Cool. So ask them all questions about the fucking shit we just saw for season two. Because there's a lot of shit you could ask them. Like a whole lot of shit. Seeing that season one and two are basically one complete whole story. Mm-hmm. And he just didn't. He just, he just didn't. It was mm. bad. I got Interesting. Some, I got Damn. some good pictures, but it was bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I still need to finish. I told you I finished uh, episode five of season two. So, what is the ten per season? So I have mm-hmm. four more left. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna try to finish it by the end of this weekend. Who? Uh, huh. So good. Like it's good. Like I want to watch it, but I, I know I need to sit down because like Damn. it's like really pay attention. Man. Yeah, Westworld is not like let me watch these dishes while I'm watching it. Like you gotta. For me, I have to pay attention because there's so much stuff going on. Westworld so. season one has what three storylines happening uh, at the same time. Mm-hmm. Westworld yeah. season two has like nine. It does. It has a lot going <laughs> it's like on. what in the hell? It's, it's, a, lot of it's a lot. But yeah, the the more like I was like, wait, I didn't. And then the thing is, it's like I you're not ready. Didn't realize like I knew there were other parts of the park, but to know like oh we have like a whole you know Asian thing. <laughs> Over on the way yonder, this side, and I guess that's where the tiger came in. But um, yeah. yeah, it's a lot going on. No, the, the tiger came in for the um, it was the not that it was like an Indian portion of like a like a Sahara uh portion of the park. I thought. Oh yeah, that's when because it was the man in black's daughter, mm-hmm, Emily, and she yeah. was running from yes from it yes. Cause I just that was the first time I think I remember seeing the tiger was when it, you know, like when it washed ashore or was on shore dead. Uh, Bernard was looking at it all crazy. We can't talk about this. I need Jeffrey White to get a some sort of award for. We can't. We can't talk about this. You you got to finish. You got to finish. Cause you're not. What? You're not ready. You're. I, I'm promise you, Deidre. You're not ready. You're gonna watch that last episode and you'll be like, what the. Fuck. 
do these guys smoke when they write this show? <laughs> oh, Lord. Like, if you so think a Christopher Nolan film is complicated, like, if you watch Inception and you're like, I don't understand the different dream levels and shit, that ain't got nothing on Westworld and timelines. Yeah. Because they'll, like, literally, they'll just smooth it into, like, oh, we're just going to go in the past. You know what? Not even a break. No, right. you, no, you know what? I, oh, my God, I can't wait until you finish this so we can talk about this. And how many oh. things you miss in this show. This show is a huge mindfuck. I can't believe oh, I no, waited so long to watch I it. I missed a whole lot. That's why it's like one of those ones, like even like not crazy like Game of Thrones, but just in the sense of you have to, I know I'm going to have to rewatch it. I'm trying to plan my it's season one so rewatch. Much- huh? I'm trying to plan my season one rewatch now, like when I want to do it. Yeah, it's it's just too much stuff. Like you can't, like it's no way you're going to get like everything within one watch of these two seasons. Absolutely not. No. And then, like, even what you said, like, the the songs, the piano plays. Oh, that, oh, my God. So, Akane no Ma, or no May, I was, I was watching that, that scene at the end, that dance, and that murder at the end, and that beat started playing. I was like, oh, my God, I know this is a rap song, but I don't know what song it is. I don't know what song it is. I was like, I'm going to have to look it up. I hate when this happens. I wanted to figure it out. When mm-hmm. I saw it was fucking cream, you know what? I was like, God damn, I love the music people at HBO. They're so good. <laughs> These niggas used a Wu-Tang song for essentially a fucking Shaolin murder dance shit. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Slice that nigga from 360. Bro, <laughs> she popped his top. Like, she literally popped his top. My man enjoyed every second of it. He did. While he was leaking, what is it? That fluid? Whatever it is. The white stuff. Not that yeah, white stuff. The other white stuff. Right. It's that white stuff. It just starts with a C. That's all I remember. So does the other white stuff. <laughs> right? Yeah, right? Y'all don't get, get away from this white yeah. stuff. I think I know what y'all are talking about, actually. <laughs> I just know Bernard has to re up. Like, yeah, we all do, Deidre. Every episode, be like yeah, 20, twenty minutes to an hour, depending on how your body works. Shaking like he got arthritis, and I be like, "You know, making me laugh about this. He do look like a fiend when he he, he on low." Uh, so do we. So do we. Oh man, parallel. What you explain, right? You just like ah, mm, don't touch me. <laughs> go get he help give you, he do give you crackhead vibes so now that she say that mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if my oh legs work Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. So funny. there go the babies <laughs> oh, <so laughs> oh my god so uh yeah for anybody who wants to listen to us do live commentary of the Oscars, we're gonna um I'm gonna put a code out. The code is gonna be four zero acres. So what you'll need to do is you'll just go into your app store, search for hot mic, download the app, use the code four zero acres, and yeah, be looking for us on Sunday night. 
So we're trying to get as many people in there as possible because we want to show them that we got a whole bunch of fucking support. So these white people can be impressed. I want to impress these white people. I want to be like, hey, white guy, look at us. We impressive. You made a good choice, a nigga. Do a good choice. Wow. I hope they don't listen to this episode. No. Wow. <laughs> but to be honest, it's like we already said, like, how many times do we drop nigga? <laughs> like we say no, no, it. It wasn't the fact that you said nigga. This nigga yeah, said it was a good choice. We say it as much as we say a vow. No, I know what I did wrong. On the block. I absolutely know what I did wrong. Uh, yo, if ever we can get into a room with some executives who want to invest in this podcast and we have to play an episode for them, for them to get the vibe, I'm hopping up on the, I'm hopping up on the table like motherfucking M- Machine Gun Kelly and I'm just going to act like I'm performing a song while listening to our podcast. That's what I'm going to do. Like that fucking episode in Atlanta. Fam, oh. can I tell y'all the craziest thing that I have ever seen in a headline involving Machine Gun Kelly? What? Oh, Lord. Did y'all see this article that got posted? Which one? All hip hop posted an article where the headline is, and I haven't read the article, but this shit is incredible. Rapper Machine Gun Kelly canceled show after getting punched in the chest 65 times. Yeah, I saw that what? stupid shit. All right. Oh, so, so, so Mike, Mike, go ahead and read that article live. Yeah, please. <laughs> uh, what is happening here? Rapper Machine Gun Kelly had to halt a concert in Florida over the weekend after suffering chest pains on stage. The star was performing his hit Bad Things when bad things started happening, and he stopped the show and dashed off stage for a little medical assistance. Reports suggest paramedics checked him out and assured him he was suffering the effects of injuries he had sustained a day earlier while shooting stunts for the movie Captive State. I got punched in the chest 65 times, he says, to when he the gig resumed with him still in pain, according to TMZ. So it's not as funny as I thought it was, but still, the fact that this nigga got punched so in the chest 65 times is the funniest shit. So he's the stunt man now. Like I, I don't know, dude. He does his own stunts. <laughs> he's like Tom Cruise. He punched himself yeah, in the chest. No, nah, he, he, he doesn't have a stunt double. Shooting a movie sixty-five times. Yeah, he doesn't have a stunt double. He does. He does all his own stunts. Wait, is this an he old does. article? Somebody just on set just whooped his ass. He, is, he didn't is, say wait, that is he this, got punched while shooting? Is this an old <laughs> article? Because Captive State came out last year. I remember it that. It is movie. an old article. This is dated. It showed up on my timeline like two days ago. Mm-hmm. It's from 2017. Yeah, I think RZA. I think the RZA car- uh, actor was in that film. RZA punched him the in RZA the RZA actor? Yeah, the RZA actor. Oh, you talking about the actual RZA? Ashton Sanders. Yeah, here's Machine Gun Kelly. He played a character, Jergis. Jergis? His character's name what was Jergis. Why is this a movie that people know about? <laughs> it happened last year. I've never heard of this shit in my whole like, life. Yeah, you just told me it's a movie with RZA and Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> no, I, like, said, nah. I said the RZA actor, not RZA the actor. Oh, the, oh, RZA, the RZA actor. actor. That's even worse. I you know what's crazy? <laughs> Those are actually two different people. RZA the actor and the actor RZA are actually two different people. But yeah, Ashton Sanders, who played in Moonlight, for people who don't know, he is was in this movie called Captain St- Captive State. It bombed at the box office pretty badly. 
I think total it made eight million dollars. It had a twenty five million dollar budget. That is, I'm not a mathematician, but that doesn't sound successful. Nah. And that was it. That was that was all. That was all she wrote. Hey man, it happens. Mm-hmm. But Machine Gun Kelly is in it, so it's cool, right? It's cool for the white kids with blonde hair. Sure. Yeah. Is he trying to be an actor for real? Yeah, he's been in like three movies at this point. Are any of them good? Yeah. Um. The no. the one with um, Mbathu, no, no, no. Gugu Mbathu was good. But he's a, the one with whom? Uh, Gugu is the black actress. She's in Fast Colors. She's in she's in one of the um Black Mirror episodes, I believe. Okay. And she did that film. Was it uh Beyond the Lights? Where she plays the singer that gets picked up by the label or whatever, and then Nate yeah, Robinson or Nate, what is it? What what Nate Parker? Nate Parker saves her from. Yeah, he's like a security guard. I haven't watched it, but everybody says it's a better movie than it looked. Oh, it's it's really good. It's it's the reason that I actually started following out because definitely was it because of Red Tails. It was one of the few reasons that I started like following Nate uh, Parker until he did stupid Nate, Nate Parker, Parker shit. Yeah, until he ruined it all. So uh, Beyond the Lights was surprisingly good, and it, it's because she is the main character. It's about her basically being used in the music industry and how they would treat people. I truly think that shit is based on events that actually happened at BET at some point. And there's a scene where she has to like Machine Gun Kelly plays a rapper, and she's supposed to put on a performance with him, and of course he goes too far, and like basically sexually is assaulting her during a live performance. Mm. Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly and Yellow Wolf, I think, are going out for the same auditions right now for films. <laughs> so we still kind of the same role musically. Also, we <laughs> we easily could have ended up with Machine Gun Kelly and Peanut Butter Falcon over Yellow Wolf. I'm so glad it was Yellow Wolf and not Machine Gun Kelly, though. Yellow Wolf can act. Uh, I didn't even know it was Yellow Wolf. So yes, Mike, Yellow Wolf can act. Okay, fair oh, enough. I thought I saw something. He's a Republican. He probably is. He's from Alabama. I mean, so <laughs> the chances are high. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not saying that makes you a Republican, but I'm saying it does make you more likely to be a Republican if you're a white person, at least. If you're wondering if he's Republican, listen to his first album and then go listen to the second one. And you definitely know when he switched sides. Damn. Hey. I just know uh, my box Chevy Yellow Wolf. My box Chevy Yellow Wolf is cool. Yes, trunk music is still fire. Yeah. Still fire. That second album, though, is like his kid rock transition. It is not the business. That's exactly what it is. Oh, good God. It's not the business. So, I'm not, you know, hey, (laughs) we can't all be great for long. It sucks. Speaking of greatness. What's up? Are we going to talk about, which I'm sure we are. No, what, might as well. You about to ask. What, what, what is it? So, <laughs> I saw bits and pieces. I didn't see the whole uh, back and forth of um, Miss uh, Nikki Petty and <laughs> her ex, Meek Mill. Mm-hmm. No, that's her like, legal last name. I know, Miss Petty. I see it. I, I, I see it. Her I'm what? like, wow. Her legal last name because she married she a Petty nigga. Name is Petty. She married the rapist. She, and, she um, married a Petty nigga. I thought I thought her I thought her brother was the rapist. He is the rapist. They both the rapists. She got two rapists. Yeah, the husband is a rapist and the husband he, apparently. He, yeah. And yeah. The, and the, and the brother going to jail like now, ain't he? For like 30 years. 
Mm-hmm. Water six tilts on level, honey. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my quote. Two thousand twenty. Like seriously. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh. So all now right. that we've cleared up any all the rapist confusion surrounding Nicki Minaj, <laughs> I didn't think it was wow. Yeah, cool. Okay. Like her- yeah, that's 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 who you marry. So, um, and somebody who like I think held like a child to, in part of that held like an underage child a knife point, and has like a rap sheet as long as I don't know what a rapper with a rap sheet. A rapper marrying a nigga with a rap sheet. Yeah, I was gonna say she don't have one. Her hu- now husband has. Mm. Yes, I have their tweets back and forth at each other today. Yes, how did this start? Oh, That's what I was trying to so out. Meek and Nikki just started going at each other and dropping all of the dirt on each other mm-hmm. that they could fit in what two hundred and eighty characters, <laughs> and people latched onto Ooh. it. I don't know who started it. I don't yeah, care who started it. I, I honest, I mean, I could look at the time. So let me see. She dropped one at two fifty eight, two fifty four, two thirty six, and he dropped his. It looks like he might have been the one that started this. Two, th- no, that's hers. That doesn't surprise me. So he dropped his at two forty six, three oh five. I think she started it. Oh no, hold on. Yep, yep. I think she started it. She started it. She has the earliest tweet. It's what at, time was that? Her earliest one is at 2.30. Oh. Yeah, it looks like her earliest tweet is at 2.30, and she said, Trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers, bad built face ass obsessed with the queen, and she posted a picture of Meek in a short shirt with some short bell-bottom pants on and some Adidas. Oh, that, that, that's an old picture when that, was, that was going around. Yeah. Um. First, okay, first off, we have to establish this. People, because this is not a woman thing and this is not a guy thing. This is a petty thing. If you fuck her last name, ma'am, I didn't mean to do that, but you know what? God works in mysterious ways. If you are a petty fuck, if you, my bad, you fucking me up, Deidre. If you <laughs> fucked a person, nigga, and then him. held their hand in mm-hmm. public and was laid up with them with a smile on your face. I I can't wait for the punchline. If y'all Drop break it. up, you are not allowed from that point forward to call that person ugly as an Duh. insult. It happens so much. Ever. So much. And it's like, it like, we know you don't believe that. Because you we let him in that. you. You was calling his dick, like you was calling him little dick, but you was sucking on it fine. like you Putting it all up all in your shit. You was and happy. And it can be funny because I saw that tweet. I didn't know that was the first one. And I was like, but you was the one that was doing whole ass music videos with him. You was the one that was like literally trying to rub it in Safari's face like you got a whole ass prize. You was the one that was brushing his hair. Brushing his hair. Video, like, and you... with this nigga when it was like the whole meat mill Drake beat. So Yo. now all of a sudden he bad built. Okay, girl. Bad built face. And ma'am, it's badly built. Okay. But we'll just, I'll let that go. You cannot shit on a nigga's looks when you had him in between them cheeks and them sheets and you was happy about it. Don't even cut that yeah. shit out, ma'am. I mean, at, le- at least put like a, a caveat in there. Be like, you know, like your bad built face, but your dick was good. Something like that. Because we knew you was there for some good reason. Or, or a bad built face, but you always let me, you always gave me money, even though I was rich. Yeah, something. Like, I don't, I don't know. But you know, like, I mean, but the, still, like, if... The, 
you you can call him that, but you put your mouth on it. You so did. what does that say about you? You did. You know, he, he like, he, you know, like Meek's like, I was hitting it from the back and your ass cheeks was pointing two different directions, but the pussy was good. You know, something like that. Again, Oh no! I remember when uh, was it Meek that said that her ashes were leaking at one point. He probably did. Which I don't. I wonder. Know. He said that. I mean, that's just bad. That's just bad. Uh, plastic surgery work. That's <laughs> oh not, yeah, he, he just, and he's just. I mean, he's just as bad. Like, I, of course, I, you know. I don't know how he he's this back and forth. This one, but I remember before when they were going back and forth. I think they just broke up or whatever. Oh, he was spilling everything like. You know, remember when your ass cheeks was leaking and I had to take it to the hospital? I mean, it was just all this like horrible stuff. And I was like, I feel like you still, mend- you still mended the wound. Like, right. But you know, also, I feel like you shouldn't tear her down for you saving her life. She could have leaked to death. I mean, yeah, that that is kind of weird. You're like, you remember that time you <laughs> you got H one N one and I, I, I took you to the hospital. I <laughs> mean, even though everybody knows by now, I hope Nikki really is not trying to really say like her ass is really uh, hers. But, uh, no, uh, no, no, she can't. Like, no. cannot. Somebody, but, somebody, somebody took an orange and stuck it on the end of a pencil, and it was like, sir, sir, it's that ant syndrome. <laughs> this niggas. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it though. You're right, though. Beside each other. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. So then she said, God. So then she said, nigga been tweeting about my man for a year now. Talking about he won't, he won't, talking about, oh, talking about he went to my page to see him, but he was blocked. My nigga, move on. I know your bitch embarrassed. Shitted yourself in that store when you got pressed, though. I don't know. I need more details. <laughs> I don't understand that tweet. Oh, who tried to press up on me? <laughs> <laughs> Why he shit himself? Was he diaper ready? What happened? <laughs> and then she so said, you beat your own sister and taped it. Spit on her and taped it. Kicked me in front of your mother and sent her to the hospital. Wait, he kicked you? So who got sent to the hospital? Wait, I was kicked, confused about that tweet. He kicked you and sent he, her to the hospital? <laughs> like, how hard you get kicked somebody to the hospital? I was confused about that tweet. He said, what? she said, kicked me in front of your mother and sent her to the hospital. <laughs> I don't know who went to the hospital. I feel like that's that might be one of the best backhanded attacks ever. Kick like, somebody and then send their friend to the hospital. Did a mama go to the hospital? Yes, her mother. No, his did the sister go to the hospital? We don't know. No, his mother went to the hospital. Cause the cause the sentence says kicked me in front of your mother and sent her to the hospital. So he, he sent his mother to the hospital after so did he kicked he kick, Mickey. Did me kick her was it like an earthquake? And right. then her and then her mother was so appalled by his behavior <laughs> that she had to go to the hospital. She, she hit the whole Elizabeth from Fred Sanford and then she had to go to the hospital. Yes. Oh, I'm so hurt by seeing that hurt. He sent her to the hospital. I just feel like it was it was a kick. Like, you know how when Doctor Strange like hit somebody in the chest and like wow. the soul kicked <laughs> out? I just feel like when he kicked her Johnny Cage oh, kicked. Why like did I see the ancient one? <laughs> knocking the spirit out. I just feel like oh, the foot went through her and then it, it kicked the mouth. Oh Lord, I think you just oh. baptized them with your feet. Like what? The- oh, um, but for real though, all our listeners, domestic violence is not a good thing. 
What is this teen? What is this teen mom PSA you just threw up? I'm sorry, but that, stuff is not misconstrued. that was the most a whole episode dedicated to Janelle PSA I've ever heard, bro. <laughs> MTV is trash for that too. MTV will take a whole episode of Janelle and her boyfriends beating up on each other and then at the end be like, if you have ever experienced domestic violence, please call this number at the bottom yeah. of the screen and get help. We're not gonna not show y'all. But <laughs> y'all see it's bad, right? Call the number. I feel like that's what they should do. Um, second Drake Dick made you feel tough again. Move on. Okay. So she's upset. Upset. Let's see. Imagine talking about an alleged rape of a child. Oh, God. She said alleged rape of a child to hurt someone who wasn't involved just so people can dislike me. You can never stand on your own. You won't tell people the mother is on tape asking me $20 million to make the charge go away, though. You was around. You know. So see you soon. Oh. I like that the person that responded to that tweet was like, "Hey, ain't he going to jail? Well, he found guilty. Girl, he found like, guilty. Somebody like, he going to jail for years? First of all, the mother, when I hear that, I just think of, oh, you mean the mother, like, the apple cider vinegar? The mother? Uh, ma'am. Uh-oh. Ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so Meek Mill responded. He said, uh, and by the way, y'all, Meek Mill is not being the bigger person in this situation at all. He is absolutely oh, fighting absolutely. fire with fire. Both of these people are very petty. I mean, I would yeah. not expect, I would, I would actually be like surprised if he <laughs> was above everything. You know what's which funny? He will never be. At the end of this, his last tweet, I think about this was something like, my pregnant girl, girl my pregnant girlfriend or whatever sitting here watching me tweet about my tweet to my ex about this bullshit. I'm gonna go ahead and fall back. And all I kept thinking was, now is she annoyed because you're not paying attention to her, or is she annoyed because you yelling at your phone while tweeting the shit that you yelling? <laughs> <laughs> and is she is she over there going deaf and the baby scared? Like is that what's happening? The baby scared. The baby ain't been born yet. As a person with a wife that's pregnant right now, we don't yell around the baby. We don't play Meek Mill around the baby. Yeah. That nigga yell at everybody. Maybe will come baby out covering his ears. You do not want that baby coming out covering his ears. <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> it sounded loud out here for midnight. <laughs> like everything was loud. You order food loud. You watch TV loud. You talk on the phone loud. Oh my god. <laughs> Who was that that said that Meek Mill sounds like he's uh, yelling in an airplane or hell? Ma'am, that was a whole yeah, thread. He sounds like he's yelling from the inside of a helicopter. That was a whole thread, man. <laughs> Mill rap like is my favorite meme <laughs> in the history of that. Nigga, I'm not even I think my favorite is like Meek Mill rap like he can see y'all in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he uh, rap like he about to get a whooping and he's trying to explain why he shouldn't be in trouble. Oh my god. That oh, they never, never get old. They never, never get old. They always rap like that. Oh, Jesus. That never gets old. Oh, so I'm about to get a little Twitter page. I'm right sorry. <laughs> That whole, I, he can see y'all in the house shit is, 
gets me every time. <laughs> Meek Mill rap like he pulled up too far past the drive-thru. <laughs> the visual. Oh my god. I know. <laughs> The visual. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. <laughs> Yo, why haven't we done a mini series where we just all pre- where we pretend to be Meek Mill and shoot ourselves actually reenacting these fucking Meek Mill rap like <laughs> oh, Meek Mill rap like he doing the intro to the Lion King. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta oh close the door god. to read these Meek Mill tweets. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Oh, this is what is fucked up. Meek Mill rap like he talking to Helen Keller. <laughs> oh shit! All right, but Helen Keller was racist, so fuck her. Oh my oh. god. Okay, here we go. Oh let me let me push my microphone back. Died. Shit. <laughs> let me put this mic back. <laughs> For these oh, meek tweets. Nick so <laughs> <laughs> said Meek Mill rap like his microphone is on Saturn. <laughs> Bruh. All right. Oh, God damn. Okay, so oh, Meek Mill <laughs> responded and he said, uh, Hold on. <laughs> he said, Yo! Yeah, the way you can try. Hey, no. I'm hanging up. No. Uh, Y'all knew it was coming. The only way did. you can try to kill my career <laughs> is to say I beat women. Talk about your brother convicted of rape and you've been new and paid for his lawyer. Your little brother. T- <laughs> your little brother touched that little girl too. You know how I know. Right now. <laughs> You want me to crash with your boyfriend? And I won't. <laughs> this is why she told him to stop arguing with me. <laughs> Boy, you gonna break your microphone. <laughs> baby, just me. think about the baby. Oh, it what? said Meek Mill rapping caps lock. Bro. <laughs> what, if, what if Meek Mill does a speech to text, yo, for all his shit? <laughs> oh, God. oh, Lord. God. Meek. And then me came back and he said, "You said you're willing to crash your man because you're losing now, and everybody in the industry, yo, know you a bad person. You been knew your brother was raping that little girl. That's why I got away from you, from room, yo." Sponsorship. He should do a sponsorship for those little shields you put in front of mics. I know his has to be extra duty. Bruh, that shit is made of titanium. <laughs> what if Meek Mill was a coder? He had to yell at all his code. <laughs> if else, then. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. Um, he also said, Yo! I can't believe y'all industry people let these people survive this long in the game knowing they really nasty people and have a nasty upbringing. Everybody really know what's going on. This nigga got the nerve to be using exclamation mark marks at certain for certain sentences like he'll always yelling. 
I'm powerful. I'm never scared to speak up. We know. We know. <laughs> this nigga sick. This nigga if there was ever a thing we were sure about, Meek, that's it, buddy. Right. Don't worry. This nigga got his own self degradation jokes, bro. <laughs> I ain't never scared to speak up. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Gather around. It's time for a bedtime story. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, huh. this, this, this whole back and forth. This was purely for people's entertainment, and because they both basic. And Nicki Minaj is older than us. Ain't that girl like thirty seven or some shit? Or thirty eight? Um, my age, thanks. Like, someone older than us. I didn't know you was thirty eight. <laughs> I thought you was like a smooth twenty four. My bad. Mm-hmm. That clean up, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah, Nikki, my age, she's like thirty seven, thirty eight. Yeah, she's thirty seven. Me, <laughs> uh, let me see, how old is Meek Mill? She's thirty seven, and Meek Mill is thirty two. So yeah, old enough to know better. Both, absolutely, at least by ten years for both of them. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Now, here's the thing that people, this is the one that people have been talking about the most. He said, when he said, where is it? It was, okay, so, so first he says, um, your little brother touched that girl too. You know, I know. Bruh. 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 Nigga, did you just tell on yourself, sir? <laughs> did you admit that you knew pedophilia was going on in the Minaj house or family, and you just let that shit slide? Is that why he cleaned it up and said that's why he left? So that makes it worse. <laughs> oh no! Like I'm not justifying what he said, but I think he thinks that's what made it better. Like here, here say. it is. Here it is. You been knew your girl. You been knew your brother was raping that little girl. That's why I got away from you. Did you call 911? Did you take the girl with you? Like, bruh, you knew this was going on and you just left mm-hmm. and you admitted to it as a way to tear her down? Sir. Sir. Didn't take that one through while you was yelling, did you? Not when you like, in it, bro, this shit got 15. Now, the, the like system on Twitter is weird because if you want to save a tweet for later, you like it. So I've never really liked that. We need to change that terminology because if we're going There's back to terminology. There's a as a bookmark function on Twitter that I use to avoid liking things that I don't actually like. Ah, well, it's, sadly, it's much quicker to just click the heart. <laughs> you don't You're right. It is. is. Um, so, but if you go by this, uh, 15,000.4 people, 15.4 thousand people liked this tweet oh. about him admitting that he knew that poor child was being raped by Nikki's brother. And that's why he left. He left. That's why he, it's like the end of Players Club where everyone can hear that girl in the room being raped and beat to death. And they said, man, this ain't for me. And they got up and they left. 
15, 20 niggas scared of one nigga. <laughs> and they all just got up and they left. Man, I ain't cool with rape, dog. I'm out. Hold on, bro. Hold, hold on. Mm-hmm. I still, wow. I, I don't, I don't know if I can ever interview Ice Cube because if I do, I'm going to ask him about Players Club and why he thought using a woman being raped and beaten was a good way to push the message of this is why you should like like a karma message mm-hmm. uh if you ha- if you if you go out here and you act a fool and you don't, you don't listen to your cousin and you don't listen to your mama this is what could happen to you you could get raped and beaten at a bachelor party And none of the niggas involved will get in any trouble for it. And the two niggas that set you up, one of them being the writer of this film, will have absolutely nothing done to them. Nothing at all. Oh, God, Players Club. It's a really bad movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that was the transition. I mean, that's the perfect one. Though. That's the perfect transition. Uh, what else is going on in the world? Oh, I need to issue an apology uh, to uh, Ski Mask the Slump God for not listening to his album with an open ear earlier. Because I listened to Stokely on the way home from work today, and that shit is fantastic. It is so much fun to listen to. Those songs are goofy as shit, but I really, really enjoy it. Thanks to that carbonated water song we played on the podcast a couple weeks ago. I was like, I need to actually listen to this dude. I am absolutely. And I did, and I like it. Leaving this with Mike. You that Mike has vouched for Ski Mask the Slump God. I vouched for one tape of his. Stokely is fun. Ski Mask can rap. But he can rap. That's about, I don't know. I think I tried to listen to one of his joints, and I was it's like, It's only 32 rap. minutes long, so it's not like you're going to waste a ton of time listening to it. God bless the ears. Um, <laughs> Billie Eilish had the whole world in a fucking uproar. Well, the hip hop world. Oh, yeah, she was wilding. In the uproar. What'd she do? She got interviewed. Offered a freshman year hot take opinion on Twitter. It was, okay, so let me read it because I'm not sure how many people read exactly what she <laughs> said. They just read the title. Okay. So I think this was in vogue. The 18-year-old singer-songwriter recently explained her approach to songwriting in her cover story for Vogue, nothing that her songs, noting that her songs are never strictly autobiographical. Quote, just because the story isn't real doesn't mean it can't be important. There's a difference between lying in a song and writing a story. There are tons of songs where people are just lying. There's a lot of that in rap right now from people that I know who rap. It's like, I got my AK-47 and I'm fucking, and I'm like, what? You don't have a gun? And all my bitches. I'm like, what bitches? That's posturing. And that's not what I'm doing. (laughs) So. I, I feel like it's not. I feel like it's not irresponsible to have the reaction of girl. You don't know what you're talking about to this. Even with the context of her talking about people she knows at the same time. 
I also don't feel like I feel like it's completely unnecessary to start attacking an 18 year old white girl for her commentary in 2019 or in 2020 on hip hop and lying in hip hop music. Like she 18 dog. She's stupid. Right. She's not into the culture like that, like that. She's fucking 18 in 2020. Her experience with hip hop music, despite how far you grew up, the shit she grew up on, bruh. We're we're far we're better educated on it than she is. That's just the reality. All right. I, I'm not about to get hot and bothered by her hot ass dry take on niggas. Oh, yeah, I'm not music. getting worked up about it, but also she don't know what she's talking about. She don't. Like nigga to, to to act like it's only first in, there's for me there's a difference between embellishing and lying. I feel like everybody embellishes in music at all genres. It makes the stories more interesting. It makes the drama better. Like people like tragedy. People like extreme happy. People like polarizing mood swings in music. You know, pick me up, get you down, whatever it is. Nobody wants to hear a very mundane take on life over a song and that sure. really pick up their attention. So embellishing is fine. But I also it, it, like I also get the niggas What's just the be lying to lie. And it, and it's not just in hip hop, it's in a bunch of genres. Like I would say that men lie a lot about like like overly lie about the heartbreak they experience from women in they sad ass music. Sometimes like they just be lying as lying. Every woman who ever who they've ever met has done them dirty as fuck. Just lying, future, just lying. So, in to me, it's a lot of niggas in hip hop that lie for the clout and because. That's just a hot thing to do in music right now. And I I don't mean like right now, right now. I just mean like that's the direction that the culture might have been going at the time. So if everybody's talking about they all got guns, then every rapper who comes out that picks a certain type of beat also has 50 million fucking guns that they be rapping about. Everybody sold crack at one point. Literally every fucking rapper that had a New York beat was selling crack. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like that type of lion. I get where that starts to get away from embellishing and just falls into you just being a lazy fucking artist, like a lazy lyricist, a lazy artist. You're clout chasing. You just want to get fucking popular. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying that that shit ain't for me. And there's it's it spawned a whole it, it spawned a whole subgenre of hip hop that we referred to at the time as backpackers. Those were niggas that was rapping like, yo, we real. this is our real lives we rapping about. We ain't selling crack. We not, you know, rapping about killing people and murdering niggas and going to prison. We just some ordinary niggas. We're not scared to be ordinary niggas. We're rapping about our ordinary lives. And even them niggas was still lying. Like, they was still embellishing shit. They just weren't hardcore lying for clout. That was, like, hip-hop's response to me to the whole gangster street shit that everybody was doing at the time and somehow I want none of them niggas in prison at the time for doing it. Her comment is supposedly about her friends that she knows that lies. Okay. But like you friends with these niggas for a reason. I don't think y'all all went to the same school together. I feel like y'all in the industry and y'all friends now because y'all all in the industry and this just happens to be your group, the lying ass rapper niggas. It kind of makes sense because you're 18. 
but I don't know why you're trying to pick them a part of the interview for lying and getting to the level that they're at to where you're now friends and cool with them. Clearly what they did worked. Like, hey man, little kids like like the young kids, they like that shit, dog. They've been niggas been listening to Pusha T rap about selling drugs that he ain't been selling for the last 20 years. That nigga has been the only black Bro, soprano for 20 years. Has been lying about his credentials. Bro, his name is a whole, whole name is a whole ass lie. Everything is a lie. The only thing real about well, that so nigga is like, what's the, the difference between, like, I mean, and I'm not saying there isn't one, but what is the difference between lying and creating a character as an artist? I don't, I, I think if you, I, for me, for me personally, I think if you do a good creation of a character and you stick with it and the raps and the songs fit that character that you created, I don't think it's anything wrong with it. That's what I'm saying. Because, like, every artist creates a persona to some extent or another. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if your persona is I don't have a persona, that's still an artist. A persona, yeah. Bent, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't, so, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Honestly, I just think the I feel like when you lie to lie and you don't put that creativity into it, there are dudes who do that. And that shit to me is just lazy. And we're quick to point them out. Like, we're quick to be like, man, that shit don't really hit. Because it's, I don't know that nigga. Like, he hasn't put any of himself into that shit. I don't feel like nothing he say real. So, yeah, some little 15-year-old, 16-year-old white kids might like that shit because it sound like nigga talk. But I feel like real niggas don't pick up on that shit. There's a reason that people like the baby right now. That nigga's charismatic as fuck. He is, yes. You know. Do oh, I, yeah. It oh, don't seem time. like he really be lying about the shit that he talks about. No, I think yeah, he embellishes. He, I think he embellishes. Of course. And I think it's based in reality. <laughs> I think a lot of that shit is based in ratchet he reality. He talking about shooting niggas, and that is a verified action that he That nigga shot. He killed a nigga. He killed some niggas I and know. tried to come after him at Walmart, right? Like, he really killed yeah, a nigga. Yeah. yeah. And he got hands. Remember, he beat that man up. Yo. To the point. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, he beat that nigga in a jewelry store or some shit, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, he did his pants. It was bad. Bro. It was not good. Dude was bothering him now. Like, you know. Hey. He was riding his black That's why I, I, on the, the record, had no like issues with Mr. Kirk whatsoever. No. <laughs> I just don't. I, I mean, attacking Billie Eilish, yes. She's wrong if you, if you, if you look at it from a certain perspective. And also, if you look at it from another perspective. Why is there so much vitriol being thrown her way over this? Seriously, by niggas by our age, by people our age who know better. Y'all don't listen to y'all kids talk about hip hop because y'all know they stupid. Boy, you don't know what you're listening to. Little baby, duh baby, big baby, smooth baby, a baby. Like all oh, y'all guys got a bunch of babies. Come listen to some grown man rap. Listen to this Jada kiss. Nigger. <laughs> I, I I just don't. I don't get it. She eight. She just turned eighteen, bro. She's still stupid. I don't care how well she sings. I don't care how well she writes. She is still stupid. And that's science. Your brain ain't done growing yet at eighteen. Yo, just because she dressed like TLC don't mean it's some deep rooted shit in her in it with her commentary. That's some malicious. She was like a WWF manager. Yeah, like it, people act like she like she she drew this up from. Years and years of white oppression and slave mentality and the jacking of hip hop culture. Bro, she's 18 and she's stupid. Y'all putting way too much into this. She said some basic dumb shit and that was her take. She could absolutely take it back because <laughs> don't want because we don't want it. But also mm-hmm. have you have 
I got a question. Has anybody else paid attention to any of her other interviews in the last year? Any of them? I can tell you for certain I have not. Neither have I. And I have her album on vinyl. I have never read or listened to any of her interviews because she's 18. Her brother can produce. She can sing. I like the music. When there's not a beat playing or not a hum being hemmed or him being hummed, I'm not listening to this child. She a whole ass child. Yeah, she is. It's just not worth it. I just y'all, yo, man. Hmm. Y'all gonna go early getting mad over every little thing that people say out here. Niggas was going on whole ass rants, like pull, like reading through the books in the libraries of hip hop history mm. to go to read to give her they full read. As it, I mean, is it because she won all those awards and they? It like, might have I think it's simpler than that. It's because she's a white girl. But to go through this lens, have they always done it? I just feel like her winning those awards because they didn't like that she won them. It's added to the fact of. I think they're aware of her name now because she won them and they went and they read this article. But a lot of the commentary I saw, a lot of the pushback on this in black Twitter was geared towards the fact that another white person speaking on hip hop. They've been they've been attacking us this way for 30 years, 30 long years. <laughs> like, bruh. She's 18. She makes music for a living and she's popular off of music she makes for a living. Did she st- has she pulled some stuff from hip hop culture for her whole image? Yes, she has. At this point, who hasn't? Who is not stealing from hip hop culture for their image? That's just the game. We wanted this shit to be popular. And now we mad that it's popular. I get it. We like I'm not saying we shouldn't be frustrated because we don't make as much money off of our shit. As white people do. But frankly, when it comes to the music industry, we've never made as much money off of our shit as white people have. It didn't start with hip hop. It won't end when hip hop is done unless the whole game in this country flips. And I don't see that happening no time soon because Donald Trump is president. Whatever steps we thought we took forward. Go ahead and erase the marks. But again, like. So this happened when? A couple of days ago. And look how quickly they've went to another subject. <laughs> oh, yeah. They just wanted to bitch and complain. It's black. It's Twitter. That's everything is embellished. It's like high school. Twitter. Like, you, oh, you got embarrassed in school. Don't worry. Tomorrow it'll be somebody else. It really is even, like that They now. won't even remember what happened. Like somebody said they're going to cancel Meek. And one of, one of the comments in the in the thread in the group was Meek going to get canceled. In what world do people get canceled today, dog? Nobody gets canceled. Well, um um old boy with the that challenged black people not to buy his music, he got canceled. Oh, Daniel. Ooh, Daniel uh, Caesar. 
Oh yeah, they they shut Daniel Caesar ass out. <laughs> Actually, I th- <laughs> fell all the way off. I think the only two people in history, in so me history, to ever get canceled are Daniel Caesar and K- and Chrisette Michelle, and that's because their audience was black people, and black people will absolutely cancel you. Well, but how about got, that yeah. new girl? What was her Sabrina Claudio? She didn't get canceled. Oh yeah, she ain't black, but. I mean, I think black people don't fuck with her like no, that. No, they Which absolutely do. She got a couple of good joints. Nah, but. bro. She got can't. She was quote canceled for like two she weeks. Right along with him. She was canceled for like two weeks, and then she was right back on Instagram, dropping new music, getting praised. Black black women all up in her comments. Girl, we love you. People was tripping. We coming to your concert. What? She still told. I yeah. seen her name not once float across my time. Oh, she hasn't dropped saying. anything. She hasn't really I mean, dropped anything enough. new. I haven't been checking for her either, but I just I remember she people's like absolutely not with this motherfucker. So you gotta, you gotta separate, her since. you gotta separate. Sometimes I feel like we need to look at like who we follow, and I don't know if you're if you're saying you saw this on like Twitter or whatever. But when I yeah, see I'm t- people, just talking about Twitter because people I don't check for musically show up on my timeline all the time, and she was one of them, and then she stopped, and the rest of them stayed. So this is my thing, like. There are people that we follow on Twitter that I think we follow a lot of people that are within our age range, right? Um, I don't follow that young crowd. I do not follow niggas under like 27. So I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. A lot of the tweets that I see coming from them, I be like, who is this little nigga? And it'll be nobody. But it just be youngins. And the way youngins go viral now, I don't understand it. I remember when back in the day when we used to go viral for stuff. I don't get how that shit works now. Niggas drop a tweet and it goes viral somehow and nobody follows them and their their account stays at like 300 followers after getting 2 million retweets and likes. It's crazy. I don't understand the game. But our group, I saw the same thing. When Sabrina Claudio made that comment or they dug up her old tweets and they was racist as fuck. Black Twitter that I followed was like, oh, fuck her. Um, she's canceled, yada, yada. What I have learned from seeing that happen is that there are two groups. There is the group that actually were fans of hers and stopped following her. And then there's the group that had no idea who she was until she said some fuck shit. And they also exclaim how they have stopped following her. But they were never following her to begin with. They were never fucking with her to begin with, but they want to get in on the dragging fun. So it's a drag fest. Let's get this bitch. That's and that happens a lot. So it'd be a lot of motherfuckers be like, oh, fuck her. She canceled. She canceled. And I'm like, but y'all not even her main audience. Did her main audience cancel her? And if you went to her Instagram, they didn't. Her shit was... They boycotted her the way I boycott the NRA by never having given Boom. money to them in the first place. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Like it. It was no. It was legit. People like I stopped listening to her stuff. I was a. I was a legit fan. Right. I have her first. I still love her first album. But like her second one, I stopped trying to give it attention, and I haven't really kept up with her stuff since. Okay. You know she's still touring though. I still see that. I've seen her like release videos on her Instagram and stuff. But her Instagram was shut down. Her comment section on our Instagram post was down for like two weeks because they were going in on her. Anybody who could find her was going in on her. And then she cut her comment section back on and all her comments were praise and, 
you know, girl, we love you and yada, yada, yada. Her, her core base was back and they were vocal and she seems to be fine. Right. Cause she had been bigger. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But mm-hmm. is she out of the game? Absolutely not. She's Didn't good. she tour with Daniel Caesar? <laughs> the first, yeah, absolutely. Now and that's what I said. I think they got canceled at pretty much the same time. Uh, yeah, that wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. that was that wasn't her fault. If that's <laughs> that was Dave Dale, just what the fuck? I, I think know, they caught each other's strays. Dale, just yo, what the fuck, dog? You don't like black people tour. Y'all niggas, right. y'all niggas know what? The niggas don't want to listen to my music. Don't listen to my music. I'm sorry. Does he talk like that? <laughs> I don't. He look like he does. He, oh, okay. He, I, I never heard him talk. If he sing different than he talks, that would be hilarious. Daniel looked like he's never had a proper edge up. So I'm, that, I would be I agree with. If uh, <laughs> he actually talked like that. Well, do you remember Canadian, when? Right? Oh, remember when John Legend? They were cracking on his hairline, and he was. 40 levels hot. Like, God. This is my natural hairline. And it was like, but it's still. Damn. Bro, it's Sab- still like an M. What are you doing? Let me see. Sabrina Claudio. I'm just checking her Instagram. Yeah, this girl This girl has 905,000 followers. Oh, the, shit. The post that she just did, the most recent post she did, which is just a post of her, has 1,600 comments and 131,000 likes. She's fine. She's absolutely fine. She has not been canceled. Well, when I say canceled, I mean by black people. I don't mean by the whole world, because obviously white people don't follow black Twitter trends. I can't even say she's been canceled by black people. She's just been canceled by the niggas we know. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. And it ain't enough of us out here to cancel anybody, sadly. (laughs) Shout out to everybody who went and watched that Fall from Grace shit. Tyler Perry is about to get a damn seven film exclusive Netflix deal and I know y'all will be happy about that because look another black person got an exclusive Netflix deal yay we should all celebrate don't write him nothing though because he ain't gonna read it mm, I just can't believe like who one of my co-workers like she really was um defending like oh you haven't watched it yet I was like I'm not watching it it's the same it's the same sadness with Tyler Perry all the time I was like nothing's changed I said his you know wardrobe nor his hair stuff has not changed and she was talking about how good it was mm. and it was relatable mm. and I was like mm-hmm. tell it on yourself tell it on yourself, <laughs> <laughs> tell it on yourself. Uh. Ma'am, and I just, I was like, I'm not watching it. But she was like, oh, you really need, like, I was like, okay, you can back up. Still not watching this at all. Especially because Tyler Perry had, you're literally in Atlanta, Georgia. Like, you could throw a penny and hit about five hair salons in Atlanta on the South Side, especially. Mm. <laughs> they have, like, a big, hair convention twice a year, like the biggest hair convention in the United States, twice a year, these bitches be having your hair flying like a helicopter <laughs> and growls. Like, they do all kinds of shit with weave, but you can't find anybody that can give you a proper wig. I can go on Hair Sisters right now and get some better wigs 
for 25 bucks a piece than what even just on the stills I've seen. Like the guy, um, I forgot his name. I guess he's supposed to be the main character, the one with the Jermaine Jackson hair. Oh, uh, McCab Brooks. That's the worst (laughs) wig I have ever seen. (laughs) The worst. I didn't even know, like, how do you even make such a such a thing? It it looks like a bird's nest. My nigga McCabe Brooks. That's his I name. See. I, what I, movie I, is this from? Oh God. See, you're part of the problem, sir. Fall from Grace. I'm just gonna Google it. What's the <laughs> name of the damn movie? Fall from Grace. Because a woman's name is Grace and she falls down. Of course. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. But yeah, supposedly 26 million people watched uh, Fall from Grace. And Tyler Perry is very proud of that. He's very proud. Oh yeah, he is. He's super proud. He should be. Because niggas did exactly what he wanted them to do. That's why he just let the commentary ride. The dragon stuff ride. He thinks he's making good films. He does not believe that y'all would watch a terrible movie no matter how terrible it really is. Him knowing it's terrible, actually seeing a fucking judge reading their script in a scene, terrible, and yet 26 million niggas watch that shit, and Tyler Perry is here to stay permanently, and people were arguing in his favor. People were like, he should be able to make half-competent-ass films, yet, well, he's going to be making them for a while, and the problem was never, again, like, the problem was never that Tyler Perry shouldn't be allowed to make the films that he's making. He absolutely can the problem is that white people will continue to give him deals to make terrible ass films while overlooking other niggas who actually make better quality, good representing films of a representation films. They will not get a chance because these white people have given all their money to Tyler Perry to make films (laughs) for black people. That is the argument. That is the point. So, fuck that whole, well, Adam Sandler gets to make sure. Man, get the fuck out of here, dog. You know how many white people get money to make films for white people? You know how many black people are getting a bunch of money to make films for black people? If you understand the difference, please shut the fuck up with that bullshit-ass argument. There is a difference, dog. There's a whole-ass difference. But you look at what Avery DuVernay had to do to get a Netflix deal. You look what Shonda Rhimes had to do. To get a Netflix deal. Now look at what the fuck Tyler Perry had to do to get a goddamn Netflix deal. Mm. Y'all want to argue about how men get treated better than women? Well, there's your example right there. Two women had to make immaculate ass shows. And Shonda Rhimes literally had to steal Thursday nights from white people to get the deals that she getting now. (laughs) Tyler Perry can't even take the time to make sure that a person is not reading the script on camera. And he got a Netflix Tyler, deal and a BET deal and an AMC deal and a whoever else feels like giving a nigga a deal. Deal. And he he filmed that entire Fall from Grace in five days. Five days. That's still the wildest shit. Which is shorter than his average time of two weeks. Five days. Like, he started Monday and tomorrow He'd be wrapping up. Bro. Bro. Oh my gosh. The fact that you can Google Tyler Perry five days. 
But this is all oh, but, you know, Facebook, you know. You know how many people he's employed and helped get a job? How many black people he's given a job to when he does these films? Mm-hmm. What have y'all done for the community? <laughs> I saw all of that. And I was like, bitch, what the fuck you've done for the community? I even said for Black Dynamite, I sell drugs to the community to help raise the kids. Fucking New Jack City logic, bro. You gonna open a youth center, but you killing all their parents. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, here we go. Niggas be out here murdering Girl. all the dads, talking about no women, no children. <laughs> Only kill the niggas. I was like, this here we go. And of course, it was like a long people in the comment. This, of course, this is Facebook and a long comment section of "Yes, girl, you are so right." I don't understand Tyler Perry hate. He makes good films. Daddy's little girl is my favorite. Blah 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 blah. He has real life situations. Blah 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 blah. Oh, okay. He hates. He literally hates women. Bruh. <laughs> Did you co-sign this? Bruh. He does not like you. He hates you. But you go find it. Child. Because Tyler Perry ain't going to stick up for y'all like y'all sticking up for him. It's not even worth it. I, now, somebody mm-hmm. did do, they did, uh, and uh, was this on The Breakfast Club? Was this on The Breakfast Club? Let me see. Wake that ass yes, up, it bro. was. So they got the actress. Bresha Webb from A Fall From Grace onto The Breakfast Club, and she got on The Breakfast Club. Grace herself? Huh? Is this the titular Grace? This is Grace, yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And she got on there and explained how they shoot it in five days. Suppose, and I'm not about to listen to this damn interview, and the person who posted this didn't put the damn marker for when she said it in here, so y'all didn't want us to listen to this either. I really wish somebody would have put the time marker in here. But supposedly she said that it's a well-oiled machine, and a lot of the sets are already set up, which, okay, it's a studio, and it's pre-lit, so the transitions between scenes are seamless, that's not how lighting works at all. It's not how it works. You can't pre-set up lighting and then bring people in to shoot a whole film because people move around because the time of day changes and the sun changes. Like, nope. yo, if you set up the lights, it's preset. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you presetting the tone of these niggas skins too? <laughs> Bruh, you it's preset. Nigga, if a nigga come in oiled up one day and ask you the next, you gotta change your lighting. Preset skin. Bruh. It amazes me how much people don't know about film shit. All the films we watch, and like you think that they just shoot a whole movie with one big ass light shining on Absolutely. everybody. You can do that. And it'll look like it. Look like shit, but it's you can gonna do it. look like that. Yes. You know what I mean? If you were a lawyer, as a, a lawyer, juror, whatever. Yes, I feel like every woman has a heart and a space for a woman that has been hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, because we all can identify with that. And so, you know, you, I already see her from that point of view. And her, her, while doing this. Too. Oh, my goodness. Yes. A lot of people are not going to be 
expecting this from me, and I'm excited. Really? Oh, I'm, I'm very- I want Already in the depths of sorrow. And then I'm her lawyer. I'm a public defender. And I am tired of the just what it is and what it takes to be a lawyer. Being a public defender. She is explaining more about this film that was in that script that she read. That she performed in five days. She needs to stop. Also, this is not Grace. This is the lawyer, I guess. Him. A thriller. Sure. And so um, I watched this documentary that he um, sent to me called... uh, uh, Gideon's army mm-hmm. for me. And if you're a true person of faith, you got to know that God wanted you to get cheated on. <laughs> what? You know, Grace goes through so many things. Look at it. All you see is all negativity. Yeah. And nobody's perfect. Okay, so. right. Because black men don't cheat. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad you know. Because at first, you know, when you're young, everything is all lovely. And what are you talking about? I have about? an idea. I have a vision of what kind of career I would love to have. And being in a. Oh, my God. But, you know, the way that Mr. You know, Tyler, he hates when I say Mr. Perry. But, I mean, when you come to this man's studio, you know, you have to realize what it encompasses. You know, right. you can go from each set to another. So it felt like you were doing a play for five days. Right. Because you could go from each set to another. The, the lights are already preset. Everything is ready. The crew, the people, everybody just is all in sync with each other. So you can do a film in five days there because it's all his stuff. Oh. It's all his cameras. These are all the people working for him. She sound like every ignorant ass person that ain't never been no damn well. <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God! She said you can walk on this. St- I'm I'm sure Paramount is listening to this now. Like you know what we should do, guys? We really should have our studios preset up. We should have the key grips and the camera people already in here. We should have chairs, and we should put director and producer on the back of them, just so people know where to sit. Right? <laughs> we should have all the lightings in the ceiling and stuff, uh, uh, pre-fashioned for when people are going to come in here. We should put the steps on the ground for where people holding cameras are going to need to walk to capture different scenes from different angles for when we go into the editing room, chop it up and then put it all back together. (laughs) This guy, Tyler Perry, has broke the fucking mold. I can't believe this nigga reinvented the wheel. Shit rolls better and everything. Man. A mess. Yo. For the greater good of the project. And he trusts the people that he cast. So I was very honored to even be a part of it. He don't trust y'all not to bring your script on scene that day and have it in front of the fucking camera. He don't even trust y'all to have the same damn hairstyle from take to take. Like, bruh. What? And getting this role jasmine i was like i i can't do anything else but show up i don't have any time to have any doubt i'm in a scene with felicia rashad and she's a broadway actress crystal fox broadway theater trained cicely tyson i ain't got time to be like um so where do you want me to stand you just go ahead and do it and that's the best way of doing it for me because i only could move in my instincts. Mm-hmm. So, how do you get over being starstruck? Because you got to be when you see Felicia Rashad. Oh my God. These niggas, yo, you got ignorant niggas asking you ignorant ass questions. You can have an ignorant interview and it sounds like gravy. <laughs> they let yeah, her sit what you there. What the Breakfast Club? 
They let her sit there and talk starstruck about being in the studio, which makes me wonder where the hell was she working before she linked up with Tyler Perry? For you to walk into a damn studio and be like, oh my God, they run this studio like a studio. <laughs> it's Tyler Perry. It's, bruh. <sighs> <laughs> Oh Lord, Ta- that's all. It's Tyler Perry. If you niggas like it, I love yeah. it. It's a yellow brick road that goes to his, you know, studio and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> up- upgraded shrimp ramen. Road. I don't, you know. It's Tyler Perry. <laughs> so, oh. um, did you see the? Did you see the stuff about? the new HBO show legendary and the casting for that. No. Uh-uh. Okay. What's that about? So HBO max, which is their answer to Disney plus for $15. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, they're going to have extra West world. <laughs> they're not. Uh, HBO max <laughs> has announced that actress Jamila Jamil for people who don't know who that is. That is the woman that, uh, well, who is who is the boy? Who is our boy that we was listening to last year that was singing about her for a whole album? Um, what? Oh my Robin god! Thing? No, ma'am, <laughs> you need to stop. Oh my god! Wait, somebody sang a whole album about her? Absolutely, me, Mike. Me and you reviewed it. What? Uh, I was thinking about Jamila Jamil. You no, don't think about her. Think about the, the music we talked about last year. And who we review? What type of music is? Is it R and B album? It's not R. It's white guy, UK white guy. Oh, Jameson? No, not Jameson. He's not from the UK. He's from Detroit. Uh, but you're wait, in, you're, you're on the, the right path. You're on the right path. James Blake. James Blake. James Blake is currently dating Jamila yeah. James, J, uh, Jamila Jamil, and that is who that whole album is about. <laughs> it's about her. That's wait, right. I forgot. She's about black. That. She's absolutely no, she's, not black. Uh, Indian. She's Indian. I think. Yeah, she's Indian. She's on um the Good Place. If you've ever seen the Good Place, she's Actually, the stuck up tall woman. Some racist shit. Let me check. No, she. I think she is Indian. I mean, looking at her picture and watching two seasons of the Good Place, I'm pretty sure she's nah, Indian. That's why I said let me check because I don't want to say some racist. She's a uh, UK though. She is British. She is British, definitely. But uh, so Jam- Jamila Jamil, that is a confusing name. Oh, Jamila Jamil. Will serve as MC and judge on Legendary. She's half Indian, half Pakistani. Yep, yeah, that's what. Okay, uh, Legendary turns modern day ball culture. They mean ballroom. Turns modern day ball culture into a competition featuring divas battling on teams called houses in challenges involving fashion, dance, and voguing. Each house is comprised of five performers and a leader, probably called a mother. The nine-episode series features the teams <laughs> facing off against one another for a trophy and a cash prize. Each episode features a different themed ball and extensive footage of the competitors preparing behind the scenes. Jamil had recently been starring as a regular cast member on A Good Place, which is going into his last season, and it's going to be done. Uh, Jamil is only the latest addition to the panel of judges for Legendary. Previously announced judges include Megan the Stallion, Law Roach, Leomi Maldonado. Additionally, there will be weekly rotating guest judge, 
Deshaun Wesley and DJ Mike Q will provide commentary throughout the competition at the turntable. Legendary comes from Scott Produ- Scout Productions. David Collins, Robert Eric, Michael Williams serve as executive producers. Jane Munn and Josh Greenberg serve as executive producers and showrunners. Okay. So if that sounded like something that y'all already might be watching, that's pretty fucking popular. It basically is pose, but it's a <laughs> reality. T- it's reality TV pose. And this caused a bit of an uproar and a pushback because actual, actual mothers of houses auditioned to be judges and were turned away. (laughs) And then people were like, nobody from Pose is involved in this. Now, Inya Moore did respond and she was like, listen, y'all, we are not the poster children for Pose. We are not the founders and the creators of ballroom culture. Okay. Like you need, there are definitely people who were here before us, who cemented, who are legendary. They are the people that y'all should be pushing to be on the show. Not us because we are on pose. I don't disagree with that. I did find it a bit weird that that might be her, that that was kind of her response to this, but I feel like it's too, I don't, I don't want to think of it as a, as a response to this pushback, even though I think that's where it came from. I want to see it more as of, as her kind of redirecting that energy hopefully to help other people who have not had or been given the opportunities that like her bill Porter and just like Angelica Ross have been given. Right. Mm -hmm. Supposedly Jamila Jamal is a bit transphobic too. Uh Oh, (laughs) Oh. that's not good at all. Mm -mm. This seems like a really, really, simple, basic, easy concept to steal. And somehow HBO is about to fuck it up. If you were going to do reality TV pose, all you had to do was go talk to the actual ballroom culture leaders today. You know, what was it? Um, there, There's, of course, there's the Paris is burning, but that's back in the day. There was one they just did recently called like, um, was it like a documentary? I don't want to say it's kinks. I know it was a documentary. It's currently on Hulu. I can't remember what it's called. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know that one. Uh, It's not, it's not called kinks. Uh, I mean, it, my bad. I keep saying ballroom. It is ball culture. So excuse me. It is ball culture. Ball culture. Documentary. It just came out like two years ago, too. It's not Pose. It's not Parents is Burning. Kiki. That's what it's called. Kiki is on Hulu right now. So you can go watch it as well. They, ball culture is supposedly is very active right now. I'm not a part of it, so I can't be like, it is so active. I was just there yesterday. I was not. I have no idea where to find any type of ball events going on in my area. But it is a thing that is still going on. And for HBO to be casting judges that, one, are not from the culture, but also, two, 
might have made derogatory statements out pe- out of, towards people who are the leaders and creators and founders of that culture. Mm-hmm. That's a bad look. Uh, so, so she, what did she say or what did she do? I am trying to find it now. I remember when she got in trouble though for saying some stuff she shouldn't have said. I do remember because it was a lot of pushback. Let me see. What did she say? I heard anything about that. Um, let's see. The Good Place actor and body positive activist Jamila Jamal apologized on Twitter for leaving transgender people out of the conversation while discussing body image and transformation. According to Nylon, Jamil apologized for the now deleted tweet after getting into a back and forth with Azalea Banks. It started with Jamil tweeted that bleaching and whitening creams should be banned. Banks hit back writing, sis, you obviously use some sort of brightening serum or a nighttime repair product with skin lightening ingredients because your face is lighter than your body. You don't you didn't realize that a lot of the things you tweet come off as judgmental. A few days later, Jamal responded. She said that a person's uh, that a person's to change your eyes, hair, skin color, body is one personal choice, but that it comes from some deep self-hate. She reportedly also mentioned surgery because she specifically apologized for that in her tweet. I can't find the tweet. Though, I don't know why you wouldn't have screen capped the tweet. Where is the tweet? Where is the tweet? My claiming extreme surgical and cosmetic transformation could be self-hating left trans people out of the conversation. Yeah, I don't know what they do with this tweet. I get what they're saying, though. But yeah, did I she do it very recently? This was in 2019. This was in like April of 2019. Oh. It's like April 1st, which <clears throat> of 2019. So not even a year ago. So I don't know if I would call um, that transphobic. I would call it super reckless. And yeah, I mean, I would say enough for H- I'm sure HBO saw that and so it was like, you want to host the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was like that serious enough. And then after <laughs> that, because it's so recent for them not to be like, "Oh, we didn't know about this. This is so horrible." But mm. then after this, she started going after other people for making transphobic comments. So see, she learned. <laughs> Wait, she came out as queer. When did she come out as queer? Wait, didn't you say she dating that boy? She was. Yeah. One of the queer identities is the B in LGBT. So she uh, used to be bisexual. True. Uh, you're right. You're right. The Good Place star Jamila Jamo came out as queer in a post on Twitter Wednesday explaining that she did not do it sooner in part because of stigma, especially for people in the South Asian community. Jamil's coming out coincides with the backlash to an announcement earlier this week that she would be a judge on HBO's Legendary, a series that turns ball culture into a televised competition. 
ballroom which ballroom is it ball culture or ballroom culture because i feel like those should be two different cultures like ballroom dance is an actual thing so which they like, and ball is an actual thing like so it's so confusing ballroom which traditionally centered trans people and people of color has previously been explored in the documentary paris is burning and on the f previously like pose is one of the most talked about shows on television we previously the announcement that jamo who as far as we knew was not part of the lgbtq community uh, would be the face of the series sparked immediate outrage on social media. In her post on Twitter, Jim, Jamil wrote, this is why I never officially came out as queer. I added a rainbow to my name a few years ago when I felt ready to a few years ago, as it's not easy within this, the South Asian community to be accepted. And I always answered honestly, if ever straight up asked about it on Twitter, Twitter, but I kept it. No, ma'am, that's not how that works. That's the, ma'am. But I kept it. I kept it low because I was scared of the pain of being accused of performative bandwagon jumping over something that caused me a lot of confusion, fear and turmoil when I was a kid. I didn't it didn't come from my I didn't come from a family with anyone openly out. It's also scary as an actor to openly admit your sexuality, especially when you're already a brown female in your 30s. Okay, listen, I get what you're saying, ma'am, about the whole your culture and your family not having anybody out and being scared to come out. I get that. But one, this coincides with the announcement that you would be one of the judges on the show that's centered around black trans, that's centered around specifically black people and trans black people, right? Post culture was like on the New York scene, ma'am, like this whole documentary is about this. And then you're like, I told people who asked me on Twitter if they straight asked me, but I never fully made an announcement. You're on one of the most popular shows on television. Do you think that you are you saying that you said to people, I am queer and that never got out until now Mm -hmm. on Twitter? I find that extremely hard to believe, (laughs) like super hard to believe you that you know how many sites can't wait to find out people's sexuality who are popular and happen to be brown people who might be dating a famous singer. That is a guy. <laughs> oh my goodness. The rabbit hole just gets deeper and deeper. She also addressed the backlash to for legendary. I know that my being queer doesn't qualify me as ballroom, but I have privilege and power and a large following to bring in this show. As does Megan Thee Stallion and his beautiful contestants and ballroom hosts. Sometimes it takes those with more power to get a show off the ground so we can elevate marginalized stars to deserve the limelight and give them a chance. Oh, nigga. That might be the whitest excuse I've ever heard. Yeah, I know Living Single wasn't doing that well, but maybe Friends will bring in a new audience that will actually cause them to go back and watch Sinclair and them other niggas. Mm-mm. Hey, you did hear what David Schwimmer said about uh, about friends. I did. I absolutely heard what he said because he didn't know any better, I guess, which is a lie. He tried tried his best. Poor thing. Man, he no, he lying, dog. They knew that friends. No, they did. They knew friends was based off living single. They absolutely knew that. Like, oh, my God, it was the same goddamn studio. Like, literally, dude said he wanted to create that show. They did interviews. He fucking knew, man. They knew that shit. David Schwimmer knew the like producers. I'm sure the creative people knew. I am. I am. I would bet money that David knew 
that that show came from a black show. It probably said, you ever seen that show Living Single? It's kind of like that. But with white people. It was controversy then. That controversy didn't just start. That controversy was back then. He knew. All them white people knew. I ain't even mad that they knew. But they knew. And then 20 years later, 20 years later, $20 million a year since. I, I would forget to. <laughs> I would I would absolutely forget about them niggas that made me rich. My man said they should do a black or an Asian version of Friends. Because <sighs> yeah. mm. <laughs> he makes mm. twenty he's making twenty million dollars a year. They who, David? They you, sir. You make twenty million dollars a year. At any point you could have been like, hey guys. I've always wanted to make a person of color friendly version of friends. And since I get $20 million a year from friends, I feel like I have the funds to do it. That's too easy. If every cast member on friends would have just chipped in a million dollars, they could have had to show up and run it in no time. Just a 1 million of oh. the 20 million they get a year. Just one. Courtney Cox had a show running for six years that did not have a big, a big audience. I love Cougar Town, but Cougar Town, they stretched Cougar Town out as long as they could because that show was downhill after the second season, which is why it left the network and went to TBS. They were just allowing her to keep her show with her friends. Right. And she was probably funding it. Like, come on, man. Somebody <laughs> sitting over here with $20 million a year. Somebody. <laughs> Holy oh my shit. God. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm. What is he doing anyway, David Schumer, besides collecting he got his a check? Show too, don't he? I don't know. Does he? I think he does. None of the people from Friends except Jennifer Aniston had to do anything. After friends, and she didn't have to do shit. She the no, reason she they all didn't get paid. Have to do anything. She didn't. She's when I say have to, I basically mean she actually is doing something. Like she was able to transition from TV to like movies and stuff. The rest of them were not able to. <laughs> like you had to be a big star. Yeah, because Phoebe, she was like in small roles. She still, yeah, she still takes small roles and stuff. And I love seeing her in stuff because she's always funny. But yeah, she's not gonna. Uh... David Schwimmer is on a show called Schwimmerin. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, some shit. Americ, nope. What the fuck is this nigga doing, man? I know he's doing something. <laughs> what? No. Nope. I don't know. Maybe he ain't doing shit. <laughs> I thought he was doing something active. He was on uh, Will and Grace. Oh, wonderful. That's, so that's cool, I guess. <laughs> that's just wonderful. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen him. Oh, I know he was in that OJ movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. He was definitely in OJ. Mike? Yeah. People listen up. So Swimmer responded to Erica Alexander because she flipped her shit when she saw his comment. And she went off. 
He responded. He said, hi, Erica. As you know, I was asked recently in an interview for The Guardian how I felt for the thousandth time about a reboot of Friends immediately following a conversation about diversity on the show and so offered up other possibilities for a re-imaging of the show today. I didn't mean to imply living single hadn't existed or indeed hadn't or indeed hadn't come from come before friends, which I knew it had. So why did you make that statement, dear nigga? <laughs> if you <laughs> if you knew. Please remember, in an interview, quotes are often pieced together and taken out of context. And then these quotes are repurposed in other articles by other people who are trying to be provocative. Is he really blaming the the art, the interviewer and then social media for him being misquoted? Mm-hmm. I was a fan of living single. Blaming them. I was a fan of living single and was not implying friends was the first of its kind. To my knowledge, Friends, which came out a year later, it did, was inspired by series creators Marta, uh, Marta Kaufman and David Crane's own lives and circle of friends living in NY in their 20s. If it was based on living single, you'd have to ask. If it was based on living single, you'd have to ask them. It's entirely possible that Warner Brothers and NBC, encouraged by the success of Living Single, gave the Friends pilot a green light. I honestly don't know, but seems likely! Exclamation. If that's the case, we are all in debt to Living Single for paving the way. If in, in any event, if my quote was taken out of context, it's hardly in my control. I assure you, I meant no disrespect. Your white rich friend, David. It was bold of him to include your white rich friend. (laughs) So I respect that decision. That was well. I put that there. So I know you did it. (laughs) I'm the bold one. Response: I just feel the same way. Like the Rush Limbaugh stuff. Like, um. I need to fix my lunch for tomorrow. <laughs> like everybody, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But when I sit and I watch niggas defend these rich ass white people and then they make these comments. <laughs> you knew you, you knew you fucking knew that David knew and David didn't care for real. That that was the most polite clapback I've read in a while. <laughs> that was a $20 million clapback. Because what is Erica going to do but be mad and poorer than him? Mm-hmm. He, he, they got nine seasons. Is it nine seasons? Nine or ten seasons? out of a show that was jacked straight from not only the black actors and the black creators, but from its sole black audience repurposed sold to white people and extended. And his response to her is 
I was a fan of Living Single, but I had no idea that Friends was a ripoff of Living Single. Word, nigga. Mm. You ain't know that for... I chop my food up for my Nutribullet tomorrow. Air tastes like air, my dude. You didn't know that. But no, he, he was... He was just looking out for us. <laughs> Yo. <sighs> uh, I'm my clothes. I know I just pushed you down, but here, let me help you up. <laughs> <laughs> my guy, yo. Oh, boy. I, hmm. Woo. I was not expecting to find that tonight. That's that. I could have done yeah, that without that. I could have done without that response, David. You should have kept your rich white mouth shut. Mm. He could have simply just said, I I was not aware. That is my white ignorance. I'm sorry. Instead, he went, I was aware of y'all shit. I even enjoyed some of y'all little episodes. But I ain't know our whole style was taken from y'all. What, because we were some friends in New York living together, doing comedy and not having jobs sometimes, or like one of us only having a job one time sometimes, and us dating and shit in the city. You saying that that, that y'all did that first? I mean, I know y'all did it first. I was a fan, but you you saying we just took it all from y'all? We sprinkled, all, we sprinkled a little bit of our own white into it. You know what I'm saying? Made it popular. I have to iron my clothes tomorrow. <laughs> we actualized the vision. So I'm saying y'all should be proud that y'all can watch us. Mm-hmm. No, everybody can't be great. Erica, sign David. Like umbrella tomorrow. Supposed <laughs> to rain through the you night. Make sure you're not. I'm prepared for the rain, Deidre. Mm-hmm. So I think I left my umbrella at work. I had all this other stuff to talk about now. I'm just done. I don't even want to do this no more. <laughs> had an Ari Linux video I wanted to play with her talking about good dick. I wanted to find an article to read uh, from the pickup artist. You know? Yeah, that pickup artist shit, though, is wild, bro. Bro, that, I've read a couple articles on that site. Yeah, their commentary is wow. That is the most dude bro shit ever. Oh, 100%. Uh, there was SZA's tweet where she was high as fuck. You gotta be more specific than that, fam. You mean actually read the tweet? Is that what you're saying? No, I mean, when SZA is not high as fuck. Oh, yeah, no, she was super high on this one. I was gonna say, Mike, you probably seen that. I have seen it first person. (laughs) Tons of times. Yeah. Let's see. Have you seen what level of high? Where is it? Have you seen this level of high? When you think about how much gas cows make in the atmosphere and how harmful that is to the ozone layer, think about dinosaurs eating 100 times as much, making 100 times more gas, fucking up their own ozone layer and probably cause their own global crisis, but couldn't talk it out. God damn. That's just how he was hitting, boy. She, I know. That shit was wonderful. This yes. nigga said, but couldn't talk like it out. I right now. That'd be amazing. She said, but couldn't 
talk it out. The dinosaurs couldn't talk about the problems. They couldn't of talk. The world. They didn't have a global conference on <laughs> emissions. Like her assumption is that none of the none of the dinosaurs spoke dinosaur to each other. <laughs> they couldn't talk. Bruh. I know. I need her. Yeah, I she need was her faded, week. faded. Yes, mm-hmm. you and me both, Deidre. What in the hell? She's yeah. fucking the strongest. <laughs> the strongest. They was triple, kill- quadruple OG. They were killing their O's on there, and they couldn't even talk about like it. Like thirty-two THC. Yes. Percent. Like. <laughs> Holy <Wow>. shit. <laughs> oh, she's so she's goddamn high. Bro, she was super high. All right. Um, thank y'all for listening to the podcast. We're gonna go ahead and roll on on that one. Uh, we went thirty minutes over where I wanted to, but it's, it's fine. It's it's because we love That's y'all. So right. uh, don't forget. But I'm gonna play this last video. But before I play it. Is a reminder, do not forget to download the Hot Mic app so that you can join us in the chat when we live stream the Oscars this coming Sunday. The chat is going to be open. We're going to be talking. It is a live video stream feed, so all of our faces will be there. And we will be laughing and joking and talking about these white winners at the Oscars this year and probably a bunch of other random stuff when we're supposed to be listening to people's speeches and we don't care. Because after your third speech, what do you really have to say? What do you really have to say? Make sure. So, yeah, um, it should be on. It, I know it's in the App Store on Android. So it's in the Play Store. And it should be in the App Store on iPhone because everything is developed for iPhone first. Because y'all got more people. Winners. So go ahead and download the app and make sure you use the code. Nigga, it does not count for us if you download the app and you don't use the code. Use the code. Four zero use acres. Code, use the code for four zero acres. And I already know somebody's gonna tweet me or Facebook me or message me or email me and be like, hey Brandon, what was that code? Really? <laughs> for the four zero acres code? Yeah, that one, that one. Bruh. Mm-hmm. As a podcast listener, you have one job to listen. <laughs> Four zero acres, all one word together. Four zero acres. That's your invite code. Use that when you download the app. And that actually supports the show. So every person who downloads the app, that is a donation to our show, a financial donation to our show for us joining this platform. It is not big bucks. It is it is yeah, it's <laughs> only seven thousand dollars a subscriber. So yeah, uh, it's it's more like mini McDouble prices. From McDonald's, yeah, maybe right. <laughs> we might be able to get some frosties out of this. <laughs> Five dollars. Let me just get one rib. That's a lot of money. Yeah, let me get one rib. What if I put both my? What if I cut both my hands Not together and you rib. just pour the soda into my hands? I drink it like a fountain of youth. Like just yeah. So use the code four zero acres when you download Hot Mike and join us on Sunday. I will have the full information. Uh, hopefully we'll have everything tested and I will have a link and everything to the live event up in the group and just come through and sit and listen to us. No, you don't have to stay the whole time, but yo, come through, drop in, say what's up, drop out. That looks good for us. It shows them that we have people who support the podcast and we can bring an element that will then allow us to do this event again for ratchet ass reality TV shows. Cause little women Atlanta is coming back and I have many jokes. I have many, many jokes. Wow. 
she got pregnant again, y'all, in the off season. It was a it was a pregnancy of lies because she lied about being pregnant again, and she probably lied about being pregnant by Pastor Troy again. But I'm sorry, Ooh. what? Okay, Little Women. You know the Little Women series, right? Shows. Yes. Okay, I do. I There's was a watching Little Women Atlanta. One of their music videos. There's a Little recently. Women Atlanta that you should okay. absolutely watch because it's the only one that has multiple Little Women of Color on it, and they all ratchet. It is some Atlanta ratchet. And Minnie Perfect. is one of the one of the little women on the show. She likes to call herself Mama Bear. Minnie cries at least two times every episode over something. She is 35 years old. She always crying over something. Her mama threw wings in one of the other little women's face. That little woman's name is Miss Juicy. It is naturally great show is great but the first season she said that Pastor Troy was her boyfriend and they finally got her to admit that her and Pastor Troy never dated and he is not her boyfriend and then at the reunion oh. show she said that she was pregnant and they said who the daddy and she said it's Pastor Troy baby and then when they did the first episode for the second season she admitted to them that actually, she found out yesterday she had a miscarriage, and now she's not pregnant no more. Bruh. Like <laughs> I'm not making this. Wreck. I'm not making this. It's, it's so good. It's so good. At the reunion, they was like, if you pregnant, pee on this pregnancy test. And they put out a pregnancy test. Ready to go. Damn. <laughs> and she was like, I'm not peeing on it. And the other little women, she announced she was pregnant. And she was like, y'all want me to pee on it? I will. And they was like, no, nah, we believe you. You don't got to pee for us. So, yeah, when Little Women comes back, I'm ready to do live commentary for this show, y'all. <laughs> y'all don't understand. Me and Ashley watched the fuck out of this show. So, we can absolutely what does do it. it come, like, what channel is it on? Lifetime. Gotcha. It's all, and they and they don't have no what they don't have nothing else to do with it, so it's always on demand. It's already ready on video on demand. But go sign that shit up. Sound crazy, bro. It's it's ratchet, dog. If you just like ratchet TV, it's, it's a whole another level of great ratchet. My dad be like, "You watching Little Women again?" I'm like, you know it. <laughs> Thank you everybody for supporting the podcast. This has been Where's My 40 Acres. And, uh, you know, if you ever get convicted of a crime and you about to go to prison, <laughs> don't let this be you. That's all I wrote a song. Hello there. Yeah, I know. I want to say I'm sorry for the things I've done. And I try and be stronger. In this life I chose, but I want you to know that door I closed. In your honor, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. To my mother, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. To the victim, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Yes, Your Honor, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Oh. Thank you, Your Honor. We'll holler at y'all next week.
That note at the end. <laughs> what was that wavy note he did? Hi. What was that? What was that? That was, I'm sorry. That was the sorry. I was really hoping for a gavel and then a you're guilty right after he finished singing. Oh, no, he already guilty. That's why he's sorry. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, y'all. That We're was out. The sorry note at the end. <laughs> we out. Peace. Peace.